0: the pandemic social unrest the state and the white house you are listening to the John DePetro show and good afternoon everyone it's John DePetro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM you can always listen online at the website depetro.com folks it's not your imagination It remains very, very cloudy. It does this. um, Boy, the weather is also one of those things that um, it's all anyone is kind of talking about. And it's tough to uh, it's basically tough to kind of focus on anything else when especially if you're on vacation and people wait. and We wait all year for this time of year and and, uh, people, you know, it is kind of funny with um, I still see some people that are are, uh, going to the beach. So, and people who are trying to, at least, uh, you know, still make, like, make the best of it. But without question, uh, there's just nothing that, that can be, there's nothing that can be done about it. And as much as now, you know, it is kind of comical when they say, you know, the good news is it's not raining. So there's the good news and it's not raining. So let's just all enjoy it. But it's still, um, it's an incredible drag. And like I said, I mean, people, you wait all year long. People wait for uh, this time of year. And then suddenly we're, we're stuck with, with this type of thing, which is, again, there's, there's so many things that we can control. And the weather, unfortunately, is, is one of the things, obviously, that, that we cannot. So now the good news is um, over the next couple of days, at least it's going to – now I sound like those people. At least it's going to be dry. At the very least – It's going to be dry. And many times, sometimes, you know, I was speaking with someone yesterday and they're a meteorologist. And they were saying that sometimes when you come out of this type of weather, uh, then we could just hit a stretch, which is just tremendous weather. And, you know, what's amazing also is when you then when you do hit a good stretch of weather, everyone tends to. Kind of uh, forget about it. But if you've been on vacation the past two weeks, you haven't forgot about it. I'll tell you what else I don't want you to forget about is Rhode Island's number one garden center, which is PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. And not only are they Rhode Island's number one garden center, but on top of that, they also have homegrown farm fresh produce they carry every day, plus a zucchini, yellow squash. Green peppers and cucumbers and more. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. Uh, Stop it and see them. And they are right off of Route 4, Rhode Island's number one garden center. Look for them on Facebook. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. They have a tremendous selection. And I also want to say good afternoon to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live, folks. We always, sometimes, you never know. You just have glitches. Those are watching on Facebook, the live stream. You see the dead of thieves behind one, but stop it and see them. Great zucchini, yellow squash, green peppers, cucumbers, and more. It's all at Rhode Island's number one garden center. Not a COVID call. It's cigar cloth. It's PR landscape materials and garden center. Thirty six eighty eight Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Now keep in mind they have trees and shrubs, and landscape materials, screen loom mulch, crushed stone. When this rain starts to clear out, and then we have nice weather, uh, um, then your property. One good thing is uh <clears throat> I'm not sure that the lawns are gonna are gonna burn this year unless we hit a real dry spell in August. Right now it's incredible how green everything is. And I hope you don't mind cutting your grass, because you're gonna be cutting your grass all summer long. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Folks, again, good afternoon. It's Wednesday, it's Juan, it's the John DePietro show. It's Wednesday. It is in fact, it is. Can you believe this? It's mid-July already. And uh Again, I want to say good afternoon to everybody tuning in on our live stream. Make sure you, you share with others and then click the like button. Folks, the live stream, John DiPietro Show on Facebook. One of the reasons um, I encourage people to click the like button is that way, what that does is you then get notified when we go live. And I think we've established by now, when there's breaking news, Juan is there. And many times I'm in the middle of breaking news. I don't even realize it. And then I realize I should have done the the live stream. The um but just over the weekend, I mean, we, I, unfortunately, I headed in the wrong direction on the Amber Alert. <clears throat> Somehow they put out that the car was speeding to the Connecticut line. So I went to the Connecticut line, and then they actually found the car in Providence. But obviously, we were on Public Street till uh, midnight on Sunday night for the murder. And you know what else? I, I, I am still, uh, well, not upset, but on, on um, the weekend of Saturday, July 3rd, 4th of July weekend, that Saturday, I, I was in front of the Rise of the Morris headquarters in Pawtucket. And, but it looked abandoned, and there were no FBI or police there. So that was Saturday. And then I should have just done a live stream right there. But I it it just it didn't look like anyone was there. Then we found out they were squatting in the building and they were there illegally. But my point is, the news was there the next day. We were there that Saturday at 12 noon. I should have gone live there. But that's how you find out, because people are always asking me, how do I find out when you go live? If you click the like button on the website, then you will see it. Now, folks, just looking at the calendar. So today is Wednesday, July 14th. The Pawtucket police officer involved with the shooting in West Greenwich, Officer Dolan, he is in court on Friday, still trying to get information on that. Obviously, we would plan on uh, being there on coming up on Friday. And then um, and then, you know, I hate to say this, but then we have two weeks left of July and then, boom, suddenly you're into August. So the weather has been absolutely it's not your imagination, has been uh, brutal, but. And you can only uh, organize the house so many different times. But I do want to tell you about what's going on in the city, what's going on with Mayor. Hello, Don't say a lot of me. One After Dark continues to become very popular, Uh, folks. And, again, the merchandise is doing phenomenal, doing fantastic. Original merchandise where you can purchase it, and it's great, and you support the show, so it's a a win-win. It's all on the website, dipetro.com, and then you just go into the shop. But the Federal Hill collection of coin and I think it's kind of comical. Um, you know, someone said to me, now, coin is that a laundromat? <laughs> is it a laundromat? No. coin is where the New England <clears throat> crime syndicate was run by Raymond Patriarca. Coinomatic was they would put vending machines in different businesses. It was cash everywhere you went. There was a Coinomatic cigarette machine, vending machine. Good luck to anyone that said, you know, I think we're all set. I don't know if I want that in here. I don't think so. But uh, that was the headquarters right on Allen's Avenue, so, at Wells Avenue. Excuse me. So Raymond Patriaco who operated out of Coinomatic, <clears throat> that was he. He was like, hey, I'm just a legitimate business man up here. We're doing, you know, we do vending machines obviously there's been speculation there was a little more involved, but those um the the shirts and the coin-o-matic material has um i'm i'm just it's it's going so fantastic and um and again it's uh i you know i I was up on the hill the other day and people were uh, telling me the bunch of the guys up there they absolutely love it I'm holding it up for those watching on uh, facebook live you could see it, but the konematic at Wells Avenue that says it all. I mean, Whitey, Bulger, Steve Fleming, no one in the, the, the Boston mob, no one wanted to be summoned to, you got to go see the old man at the office, which was, meaning you needed to go see Raymond. Uh, but it's the J.D. Federal Hill Summer Collection on the website, in the shop, at dipetro.com. And the uh, wife beater is wildly popular. Uh, people are saying, you know, when I have gone to the beach, I've been seeing people wearing the coin And then when they have a lot of other merchandise in there as well, and we have some other great things that are coming. But anyhow, folks, it's a a happening. It's all at the website, uh, in the shop at depetro.com. Now, I want to, I'm going to talk about the, 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 I'm going to explain what's going on with um, with this, a little bit of a back and forth between Governor McKee and Mayor Alorza. Now, those of you that may have caught Governor McKee's press briefing, I was there yesterday afternoon Uh, I chose I asked Governor McKee about his head of the DMV, Bud Craddock, who's saying, listen, just because I am um, just because I'm listed as the landlord, this is he's caught up with those massage parlors. He had one of them operating out of his business, former chief of police in Cranston. Now he runs the DMV. He and his wife, both state workers, she's got a big job at the speaker's office. Linerban he has for a long time. So they form a real estate LLC. They buy a couple of properties. One of them they buy this is the second time that they got nabbed on this uh, illegal happy ending, if you will. Right there, I mean, you. When you walk out of there, you look straight and you can see St. Paul's Church. It is literally a quarter mile from. St. Paul's Church, Broad Street and Edgewood, not far, I mean, half a mile from where the independent man grew up, if that. But anyhow, um, so he's under fire for that. But his lawyer is now trying to argue. Listen, just because his, he's the, he lists the landlord and his name is on the lease and he collects the rent doesn't mean that he owns the building. He and his wife own an LLC, but that doesn't make him the owner. It sounds like Governor McKee is not having it. But I did ask him about that. And then I also asked the lieutenant governor. I'll probably play that coming up a little bit about this situation with Mayor Alorza, who to me, folks, this is all a game that he is executing and playing in order to try to, you know, win the Democrat primary. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. And it has started with this whole element of the lottery when you think about that so they're going to choose families even though now I think it's going to be more than he's they're alluding to um, I think it's um it's it's there's going to be more people chosen uh, more people chosen in the um, in this lottery where they're going to start just handing out money to people and that's exactly what they're doing you know I thought Governor McKee yesterday handled it pretty well, saying, well, we, we already have a lot of government, we already have a lot of government programs, so how much more are we talking about? Some of these people they're talking about, they live in Section 8 housing, they get EBT cards, um, <clears throat> they get free health care, so they, they, you know, they, there's food pantries, there's all sorts of things, there's also programs uh for people who can't afford to have their homes heated i mean what what exactly more are we supposed to be doing uh i don't understand so i agree with with governor mckee saying that uh, like how much more do we have to provide but it's not about that and i'm gonna play some of mayor lorsa with some of the coverage he got this is make no mistake about it folks is there something setting up of it's all everything's becoming the lottery everything is becoming people are starting to say you know i've thought about working i've thought about working but instead i think i'm just going to take advantage of all these different programs i'm going to be one of these people who chooses not to work now you know i was having a discussion with someone and they made some valid points that i am open to by the way and one of the points they were making was if if a lot of the parents. ...that have to work in, let's just say Providence for a moment. And again, folks, good afternoon at 1219. It's Juan. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 909.9 FM. But they were trying to say a lot of the problems that happen in some of these homes are because the parents aren't there and they're working. And so if if the mother didn't have to work, she would have more control over the household. And so therefore... A lot of the kids, the teenage kids that get in trouble and so forth, that they uh, they would not be getting in trouble. I I don't fully agree with that. I mean, I'm I'm open to some discussion on that. But with Mayor Lourdes said this is. I don't, I don't even want to confuse the issues. He's trying to buy votes. And and as you just heard Dan McGowan last hour, this, this is now a twofold track that he is taking. Mayor Lord where "We this is not reparations. He still plans on handing out money." for those for slave reparations this first wave of money this is just you know he thinks the people are going to get 500 a month and that's going to help them as he says doctor's appointment by the way his quote a big part of uh, poverty is that people don't have money boy that's that's really deep i mean that's pretty philosophical when you think about it i've never thought of it that way I've never thought, gee, part of poverty, that there's one thing that causes poverty and it's lack of money. Gee, I've never thought of it that way. <laughs> poverty, one of the problems with poverty is lack of money. I, I guess you could make that argument. Like, I don't ever even know what he knows what he's talking about at this point. But before we play some of the allures of sound and the fact that. He he doesn't support police. He doesn't tell people to be accountable. He never gets angry whenever there's gun violence. Whenever whenever the citizens the citizens of his city can do no wrong. He has made it more dangerous the the mayor of Providence, Mayor Jorge Eloja has made it more dangerous by the fact that it's a sanctuary city. He allows the defund police idiots to continue to talk about that. Somebody has a handgun. He calls him a knucklehead. He never blames the shooter. He never says this is unacceptable. He says, you know, these kids, every time there's some kind of act of violence, Mayor Loza says, you know, when you look at it, I think we're all to blame here. This is a teachable moment. They, they had a riot. They had a riot at the mall. And what did he say? These were outsiders. These were not local people. He is like the parent that refuses to see that their child ever does anything wrong. He never exhibits tough love. He never says to the citizens or the people, the residents of his city, hey, listen, clean up that neighborhood. And you have to contact the police if you see some wrongdoing. And you need to be more courteous. And you need to make sure your kids are in school. Nothing. Zero. His people do no wrong. Somebody's got a handgun. That's a knucklehead. They riot and burn the mall. Those were outsiders. Those were not our residents. Nope, not my people wouldn't do that type of thing. <clears throat> He's just so ineffective and so weak. He never says, listen, this murder will not stand. We're going to overturn every rock. I'm not going to allow it. Zero. You never get that from him. Now, before I play some aloes of sound, folks, I want to remind you, right now, it's 1223 on this Wednesday. And I want to appeal to if you're listing right now and you have an appliance that's not working properly. Juan has the solution. I do. Don't you say a lot of me. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. Case in point, you know, at any time, maybe your dryer is not working properly. Or maybe your washing machine. Sometimes those are appliances that can give people problems. Or maybe it's the microwave or your oven or stove. Call Ryan's Appliance Repair today, 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Senior citizens' discounts are available. And Saturday appointments are available. One more time, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Folks, it happened to me. I went to use the dryer and it just wouldn't turn over. You're not going to clean your clothes that way. I called a friend of mine. He said, Well, you have two options. You could either go to the laundromat or you could probably buy a new dryer. I said, How about option? How about door number three? I'll call Ryan, 401-710-7096. You can also find him on Facebook, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Just remember, Ryan's with Diane. Ryan. I called him. He said, Juan, I will handle it. A truck magically appeared in my driveway, driveway a few hours later. And on the side of the truck, it said, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Rummy was barking. I said, Rum, it's okay. Let him in. Came in, fixed the drive, needed a new belt. Now, listen, if it had been left to me, it, it wouldn't have been fixed. He he fixed that in like 10 minutes. And then it was working fine. And then I said, would you take a look at the microwave? And then I said, would you take a look at the dishwasher? <laughs> Listen, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Now, folks, again, I'm mentioning... By the way, state police are looking for some individuals. So I'll appeal um, to the public. Uh, check it out. We have it on the website, tipetro.com. Police are looking for information. They're not saying who or what it is, but they want to speak with two individuals. Now, they look like... I don't know where they are. It's tough to tell. But they look like they could be at a beach or a park. Uh, they both are shirtless. And I don't know what the drill is. Call the Lincoln Barracks. They want to speak with these two individuals an ongoing investigation. Could be the big meth lab thing that they broke. I'm not exactly sure. But it's on the website, tobitro.com. And then, folks, some of the other stories. Rhode Island goes after the Moors. The Moors are under fire. And then, folks, the only one... <clears throat> How about that family, Taffy and her crew? They have put up, they're on the verge, 15 grand in a GoFundMe and claiming that they were um, fighting white supremacists and all this other foolishness. No, they were not fighting white supremacists. They were fighting everybody. That's why the police were called to the street. But remember, to Petro.com, which is brought to you by The In a great meal is waiting for you at the coincident stop off and see them 226 coincident avenue in west work great menu it's the coincident stop off and see them all right i want to play um a little bit of the sound we'll get some of the news packages mayor jorge Eloja was in the news yesterday because of his whole you know we're gonna have a lottery and we're gonna choose people and those people will not have to work and uh, what, like what how, talk about taking incentive away from people how is that how is that possible how is that going to be positive oh i'm seeing channel 10 is copying my story now please shoot an image of two men but they have an investigation and then they're saying don't comment on the uh post if you have information tip me off and i'll um get it to uh the proper authorities so, but uh, but Mayor Alorsa this, this 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 to me, there's there's nothing positive about it. Um, this business of having a lottery, and then he gets to choose who's going to end up getting, you know, getting the money. And the, the, that, like I said, talk about taking you know you're taking incentive away from people. This will. Uh, the, all this is going to set up is more people are going to say, I want to be chosen to get that money. And as I predicted, you also have the fact that now you have people like that Senator Tiara Mack, who's an unbelievable progressive. Um, and she's saying, oh, this should just be the beginning and this should be statewide. Folks, this is socialism, by the way. This is socialism. That's why Venezuela went to hell. It doesn't work. That's not how we operate. We're capitalism. In America, you work hard, you're rewarded for it. All right, let's see This is the Channel 12 package well, on... Mayor, hello, yeah. Hundred dollars a month directly from the city.
1: It's part of a new pilot program announced by Mayor Jorge Alorza, and Kayla Fish is joining us live in studio with a closer look at how it works and who's going to pay for it. Hey, good morning, Danielle and Patrick. Mayor Jorge Alorza says this is not a handout, but an investment aimed at helping families out of poverty. Completely a handout. People can apply for the program in August, and 110 recipients will be randomly selected. To be eligible, you have to live in Providence and be at or below 200% of the federal poverty level. That's an annual income of about $25,700 for a single person, or about $53,000 for a family of four. The mayor says the pilot program is not funded by taxpayer dollars, but instead funded by outside philanthropists. And when it comes to how the $500 monthly payments can be spent, the mayor says it's up to the recipients to decide.
0: This program, as radical as it is, is also very simple. Let's put money into the hands of the people that need it the most and allow them the agency to make decisions as to what to do to lift their their own families out of that poverty.
1: Now, Providence is one of more than 50 cities nationwide announcing a guaranteed income program. You can head to our website, WPRI.com, for more details on who is eligible and how to sign up. Live in studio this morning, I'm Kayla Fish, 12 News.
0: Folks, it's a gimmick. I mean, he can try to describe that any way that he wants, but it's dangerous. <clears throat> and there's there's a good piece, and again, good afternoon, everybody. It's Juan. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You could always listen online at the website, depetro.com. This portion of the show, hey, if you need your property power wash, you need a power wash, call Jamie's Power Wash. I want to read an uh, email I received. Uh, this is from Keith. Jamie's the real deal. I called him yesterday. He squeezed me in today. I'm having a house party Sunday, and he made it work. Clean, professional, and reasonably priced. Thank you for recommending him. Here are some before and after pictures. Oh, wow. So Keith has a pool area, and it definitely needed a power washing. Wow. I'm going to post these. I will post these uh, on the uh, Facebook page. Wow, those are terrific. He did do a good job. Folks, and that's the thing. Uh, Jamie's Power Wash, 401 837 4545. My invite to the pool party seems to have been lost in the mail or went into my spam file. That's a good size pool. Wow. Built in ground? That's very good size, as a matter of fact. Folks, 401 837 4545. 401 837 4545. It's Jamie's Power Wash. Now, you've heard me discuss Jamie, J Freitas Construction. Because he also does handyman services and deck staining. But this time of year, this time of year, he does power washing. Look for him on Facebook, Jamie's, J-A-M-I-E, apostrophe S, Jamie's Power Wash. 401-837-4545 or also online, jamiespowerwash.com. Professional power washing and deck staining. He does it all. And look at that. Keith very, very happy getting it done. Uh, Before the big party coming up, apparently, this uh, coming up this Sunday, this this weekend, I hope he well, hopefully, who knows what the weather is going to be like. But there was a uh, there's a good piece on on YouTube about what was um, going wrong in Venezuela. What was going wrong with Venezuela? As a matter of fact, I I mean, I think I, I don't know, maybe I could find it for next hour. But it was um there was a good video and the person that was doing the video I thought explained it very, very well, and that is that the, the problem of people wondering because folks everyone's you've heard all the stories about what exactly has been uh when been going on when you were hearing how how is it that Venezuela was having the type of problems they were having? Because they're there was a time that Venezuela was um, was incredibly successful, incredibly successful. But one of the problems that came in with Venezuela was the, when things were really flowing, when things were really going well in Venezuela, they just started paying for everything. And as a result of that... Uh, the man, he, he tells a, a great analogy of, if you had, and I'll, I'll give him credit, it's um, Valuetainment is the uh, site on YouTube. I think I can find it quick. Valuetainment on Venezuela. His uh, take on Venezuela, again, he was saying... That picture if you had a friend and the friend was very, very, you know, very wealthy, doing very well. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, I actually think I found it. And then every Thursday night, as an example, you and a group of friends go and the guy that's doing really well, he ends up picking up the tab. And so after a while, for a while, it's great, right? You order anything off the menu. But then suddenly things get tough. Now, the problem is, if this happens over a period of time, you're then expecting, in fact, that this guy's going to pick it up. And with Venezuela, when things were going great and they were paying for everything, there was no problem. As the price of oil plunged, suddenly they were in a lot of trouble. I'll try to find it for um, next hour. The odds that I could find it are inflation look like Let's very 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 low in a in a live situation but i i will find him for for next hour but that's exactly my point with the problem with the city of providence is see how tiara mack and mayor lorza and some of the other progressives they say this should be permanent from now on but these this you're not really helping people out of poverty and there are enough things. Folks, we have a lot of safety nets. And I want to give credit to Governor McKee, who said, you know, we, we have a lot of government programs that are paying for a lot of things, right? When you think about it, we have Section 8 housing. We have EBT cards. We don't even call them food stamps anymore. We have child care. Uh, things like that there's there's all kinds of things that people can qualify in the united states people are not going hungry that no people are not going hungry in other parts of the world people are starving not in the united states of america so i think what governor mckee was saying and i i agree with him is just how many free things are we going to give out what 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 mayor Lawser is basically talking about is it's it's a gimmick it's a gimmick to buy votes and I'm also going to touch on this this battle that's going on uh, between, or it it's really not a battle between the Providence police and the state police. This is really a battle it's it's politics between Governor McKee and Mayor Lorza. That's what's really going on. I'm going to touch on that, folks. This portion of the John DePedro show is brought to you by R.E. Kugan Heating. It's Kugi. I saw him yesterday. Uh, what a beautiful family has. But, folks, most importantly, call RE Coogan Heating and Cooling today. If you need a good plumber or you need cooling, 401 732 6562. 401 732 6562. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Look for them on Facebook, and then the website is recooganheating.com. They do a fantastic job. Family run business, they're expanding plumbing heating and cooling he has a great staff right now if you don't have hot water call re coogan heating today at 401-732-6562 if your cooling system is not performing the way it should or maybe you want to explore central air call re coogan heating today 401-732-6562 it's Koogie. plumbing heating and cooling helpful trustworthy and reliable So Channel 12 did um, an interesting package, and I was at the, as many of you know, at the the briefing yesterday with the governor, where he was asked about, you know, is Mayor Alorza taking you up on your offer to have the state police help the Providence police? Now, I'm going to touch on that. I I don't, well, I'll go through the ins and outs of it a little bit, but just for context, let me play. Channel 12 did uh, a decent package on it, and it does seem a little bit of gamesmanship here. And so um, this is the story on Channel 12. In the city of Providence, Governor Dan McKee is offering support now from the state police.
1: Providence Mayor Jorge Lorza's office tells us the city's police and state police have been in talks, but has the mayor accepted McKee's offer? 12 News reporter Anita Buffoni was with the governor who addressed this issue today. She joins us now
2: with what he had to say. Anita? Well, Kim and Brian, Governor Dan McKee says he has offered state police help multiple times over the past few months to the city of Providence as the capital city grapples with recent shootings and homicides. But as of this afternoon, Governor McKee says Mayor Alorza has not yet responded as to whether or not they will take the help. Now, this wouldn't be the first time that the city takes, uh, the city gets help from the state police. Uh, McKee explained it's a federally funded program that has been used in the past. A letter was sent to the city in May offering state police help and McKee said a short time ago he just signed another letter dated today saying quote I implore you to accept our offer now Governor McKee is likely to face off with Mayor Alorza next year in the race for governor but McKee has said his offer to help is not a political one. Take a listen to what he had to say a short time ago
0: I felt it was very important to make that offer uh, and not just uh, sit back and just uh, do nothing when I know that there are resources that the state can help keep, um, keep uh, you know, help uh, the uh, the city of Providence uh, uh, be safer, and uh, I think that the state police are, are a uh, resource that i that I that I think can I think can help.
2: Mayor Lorza told reporters earlier today that if it's a genuine good-faith offer, they wouldn't turn that down from anyone. It's his understanding that the colonel of the state police and the Providence police are in talks as to how this could work. For now, live in Providence, I'm Anita Buffoni, 12 News.
0: Well, the fact of the matter is, um, I think it's a little gamesmanship. It is. Um, it's kind of, it is a way that Governor McKee, Is kind of jabbing allure. Now, I'm not under the current uh, context. State police have been working with province Police. Last year, the state police worked with them on the protesters. It was state police. There were some protesters on Federal Hill. And then they went over by the Cranston Street Armory. And it was the state police... That pepper sprayed some of the protesters and arrested them. When the protesters went on the highway, state police were working with them. Last year, during certain unrest and uh, certain, some, some of the problems going on in the city, state police were, were active with that. So, I like Colonel Manny, the head of the Rhode Island State Police. I believe that he and Chief Clements have a very good um, relationship. They do. But the, the problem with the violence... And what I was trying to get at yesterday was, folks, the Providence police are perfectly capable of, they're not overwhelmed. They have the manpower. They're perfectly capable of taking care of it. The problem is they don't get the support they need. You know, Mayor Lloyd, he shows up at the sign at the shooting the other night. And I was there when we were doing the live stream, Facebook Live. and, And he never never backs his officers when you had the melee on sales street with taffy and her family and all this other he never backs up the police officers that's a big part of it and as i tried to point out yesterday you know what a lot of people and they seem to give a little bit of a free pass is the fact that providence police did a very good job in building a gang database of information these are certain targeted individuals they know that are causing all the problems. But with Mayor Alorza, remember, he says you cancel gangs. You have to say groups of individuals. And you've got to treat everybody the same, even though it was not the same. If he would let the police do their job, they would not have some of the problems that they have. This, By the way, this is also, he didn't know what he was talking about the other night. Because he had no evidence. As far as that shooting on Public Street from Sunday night, um, as he was talking to the media, Mayor Alorza, he had no information at that moment if they were. Even, he was saying, "What we need to do is get these kids into programs, and they have too much time on their hands, and blah blah blah." He had no evidence at that point that th- that these people had even been from Providence. Because they, there's certainly information. it could have been kids from Bucket West or Bucket East. There are gangs in Pawtucket, and they could have been feuding back and forth. Or some you know sometimes you have a gang member from, let's just say from Bucket West, right? the western part of Pawtucket, if there is one, and they get jumped. They go out, they get jumped by a gang in Providence. They then, when they get a chance, they get a weapon, they get a, a you know they have a vehicle, and they basically are riding around to even the score. And this particular shooting on Sunday night, um, it, it would seem that he was not the intended victim. They were trying to get some gang members, and they just go up and just start shooting at them. If they don't hit anybody, they send a message. If they do hit somebody, that's fine as well. Now, whoever shot that the uh, 20-year-old on Sunday night, I mean, that's, he's facing a murder charge. And right now, I have not heard that they have an idea of who did that. What normally happens, just so you know folks, what normally happens is this could remain unsolved until at some point somebody gets jammed up and gets arrested. And they're in a lot of trouble. And it's very simple if you're the police, because they say, Tell me something I don't know. And then they may say, I I know who did the murder on public street. I can tell you who did that. And I can tell you who did it, who was the driver, I was in the car. Where's the gun? Whatever it was. That's how a lot of this stuff gets solved. Uh, But my point is, this is not a matter like the Providence police were overwhelmed. That's insulting. I think some of the bad blood between the state police and the Providence police has decreased. Several years ago, the state police did that undercover investigation. They were asked to do it on the the evidence room in Providence, and that brought a lot of bad blood. Um, Providence police, it's not like they're overwhelmed but and, and maybe Chief Clemens should should take them up on it and say, I'll tell you what, just have some patrol cars in these areas, and that would help us. You know, maybe state police should be more around the down, down city area, around uh, Black Lives Matter Plaza, around City Hall, maybe on the east side. And we're going to have more Providence police that do more of the policing into the neighborhoods. But... If anything, folks, um, the Providence police—I mean, they—they they deal with shootings all the time. I mean, I saw that firsthand when I went to West Greenwich when the Pawtucket police officer shot that youth. I'm not going to say the state police were rattled, but they were definitely more on edge than Providence. When I when I go and cover a Providence shooting scene, they they are. Um, they're totally in, in, you know, they're not rattled by it. They've dealt with it. They know exactly what you're looking for. It's not a rap on the state police, but they're just more involved with it. By the way, folks, uh, this portion of the John De Petra Show is to you my state towing service. Remember, auto sales and repair, 380 Valley Street, Providence. Call state towing service today, 24-hour towing, 401-331-0925. And I also want to remind you, why not get your driveway paved with J Perry Paving? They provide high-quality, fair-pricing, exceptional service, 20 years' experience, specializing in commercial paving, residential paving. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. Call them today, 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730 for J. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. Residential, commercial, seal-coating patios. They'll give you a free quote. They're also on Facebook. And now right now... Uh, What time is it? At 1247 on this Wednesday afternoon. And you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. If you know a veteran and you would like to, you know, that'd be a nice treat. Have their driveway paved. Residential asphalt driveway. No one has a better package for veterans. No one treats veterans better than J. Perry Paving. Call them for a free quote. They would like to pave the driveway of every veteran in the in Rhode Island or their patio. Call them. Maybe it's your dad. Maybe it's your mom or your grandfather or your husband. J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. There are certain businesses that offer, you know, certain discounts for veterans. No one offers a better discount than J. Perry Paving. And listen, that adds value to your home. If you have a new paved driveway, 401 732 1730 you can also find them on facebook it's letter j j perry paving so this um i i don't think it's not really a feud between providence and and cranston police in the past in the past they've 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 had some problems and in the past under different leadership um providence police you know were on guard that state police were trying to get information because they want to do some drug raids and it becomes territorial you know and and let's be honest how would you feel if you spent you know a couple months working on an investigation and then all of a sudden as you're getting closer to making a bust um the state police comes in and they grab your drug arrest i mean I, i would not like that i'd pretty be pretty upset about that so now i think first of all Chief Clemens is terrific. Um, the the problem that that I hear is I've known Commissioner Perry, Steve Perry, since he was the head of the Rhode Island State Police, and he's not everybody's favorite. But I I've always enjoyed a good relationship with Commissioner Perry. Uh, I've seen him out sometimes in in. You know, he's got a lot of experience. He was the head of the Rhode Island State Police, and he's been the public safety commissioner. And he's on his second mayor now. Uh, he started under Providence Mayor Angel Tavares, and then he is right there with... I, I believe the problem is Mayor Lorza. So I don't think there's a beef between there. Uh, mayor Lorza has to decide, and I'm not sure there is, is um, if this is about him... Supporting His police department and folks By the way yesterday Like mayor lords of that Tierra Mac It also comes down To for instance like that the problem That happened on you heard like sales street The big melee the family that's trying to now Grab 15 grand With the uh, the GoFundMe A lot of the independent Media people um, You have these media people That are you know like small And they do podcasts other stuff They, they were bashing the police and they were believing everything that some of these activists and others were saying and it, it wasn't true. And now they could say, well that was the information we had at the time. that that's not true. that the, they went after the Providence police because because of a hot mic moment and the fact that that officer was knocked off the force and just decided you know what the hell with this? Um, there there are people, there has to be accountability with that type of thing. But if you're gonna listen to, you know, if you let Mayor Lorza, they let some of the activist media drive the narrative. And then there's no accountability when a lot of the stuff pr- is proven to not be true. No one ever says, Hey, wait a minute. You know, Black Lives Matter. They they weren't truthful with what happened. Black Lives Matter was saying. Uh, you know, 20 children were beaten. How about the fact that, you know, they even had the nerve to show up in Cranston. That idiot rep, Potter, like he's going to help. They're going to help those people that uh, they are having a problem with the landlord. When you have Cranston Mayor Hopkins, who I'm glad is now working. I saw him yesterday. He was at the McKee briefing. But, but there needs to be, what I'm saying is there needs to be accountability. And when, as many of you know, when Black Lives Matter, when they had the rally... What do they do? They go after me, right? That, that, listen, Harrison, uh, what's his name? I want to say Harrison Peters, but he's the former head of um, the Providence Schools. No, it's um, Harrison Tuttle, right? That's his name. He, uh, that, he was not truthful. He was saying, oh, they beat 20 children. They were pepper-spraying ins- uh, infants. No one goes back and says, hey, wait a minute. That is not true at all. That is not what was happening. You were inflaming the situation. As I said, you know, that guy that like Mayor Lorza, they listen to him and a lot of the activist media were having him on and interviewing him. They put out statements that, you know, police are killing children. Police are terrorizing our neighborhoods. No one says, hey, wait a minute. Like, where is this coming from? All they talk about, this is systematic racism. And... And we can go up and say blank the police, but if the police are standing there saying what is going on with these people, look at the police are are killing our children. Brutal beating and near murder of children. And there's no accountability with that type of, um, when he makes a statement like that. Absolutely disgraceful. So defund the police, abolish the police, defund the police. The only reason I hope they keep saying that is because it's one way to knock them out of office, not that he holds office. But, folks, my point is maybe this is, a you know, this does seem to be a little bit of Governor McKee would like to say to Mayor Alorza on a debate stage, um, hey, we had to bail you out. Right. I had to bring in the Rhode Island State Police and bail you out. And Alorza is like fearful of that. But I also want to touch on this business of Mayor Alorza. Last hour I spoke with um, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. And the fact that Mayor Alorza is running for governor, I, I don't see it, folks. I don't see it. And I don't I don't mean. I just don't, I don't even see a lot of loyalty to him. I get to meet people, because of my job and occupation, I get to meet people who have it, who you can tell they have it, and some people that just don't have it. I don't see a lot of people standing forward. Now, yesterday, he had two people that he's trying to buy off to endorse him for governor and help him win the Democrat primary. One is that Senator Tierra Mack, woman of color, and then the other one is that, Anastasia Williams, who I think, you know, I've known her a long time. I think she's given way too much of a platform. She's another one. She's never held accountable for what she says. They're always screaming racism. She always, by the way, also lumps in all the illegals with that. But I just don't see it. I just don't think he has it. Uh, I don't see people step up and say, I want to praise Mayor Lorza because it's so obvious what he's trying to do. He's basically trying to give money to black families in Providence in order to get their votes to try to win the Democrat primary. And I want to be very clear. I recognize if you're listening right now on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, most people, and certainly outside of Providence, would not vote for him support him. He's not looking for your support. He's really not. His path to victory is to do well with the Hispanic vote in Providence I mean, the guy was elected twice. So as much somebody's voting for him, right? Somebody's voting for him. I think he has lost the east side. I think he's lost the east side, which initially put him in office in 2014 when he beat Buddy Sancy. But I think he's lost the east side. I think the shine is off. Um, But him running for governor and him giving out free money and having a lottery so you get free money and then he wants another pile of free money with the reparations that gives you insight exactly what his problem is right like you're seeing the actions he's taking that he thinks he could get elected governor that same delusional mindset that he operates under that's why the city's in the condition it's in you know, the other night, I, I mean, I'm in and out of Providence all the time. Um, it was yes, yesterday, I think. Yesterday, when I was coming back from the Governor McKee briefing. I went by to stop off and see someone uh, meeting an informant, getting some documents on an investigation we're doing. And then I'm stuck at the the. I pull up to the light right across from Crossroads. And there's a guy there. I don't remember. I think he could have been white. I'm not sure. But some guy comes up. And hands him two pint bottles. And I'm not exactly sure, but it looked like pretty good size, as a matter of fact. And I don't mean like the little tiny. I mean mean like a pretty good size, two of them. And I think it was vodka. And there was like a really small exchange of money right there. Now, I don't know where the first guy who was a person of color, where he got them. But this guy could actually, they they were right next to me because I'm at the light. And he could then see that I could see what was going on. And then he very slyly tried to put them in his bag. So I don't know if he is selling the booze, then he sells it to someone else. I don't know if they shoplifted, but he definitely handed the black dude some money. So he's standing there panhandling, right? And at the same time buying, uh, it, it was had a red cap, red label. It was not one of the little tiny type of shot bottles or whatever those are called i forget the name but pretty good not a huge bottle but decent size and um yeah that's where the money goes and alorza allows that by the way mayor alorza allows that to go on in the city now folks again we go till two o'clock next hour uh there's some great sound to play and i'm going to talk a little bit more about the violence in the city and also boy good news if you're a governor mckee fan I mean, he was the mayor of Cumberland. His, uh, as Dan McGowan mentioned, his approval ratings are actually uh, very very impressive for someone who has not been in office that long. So we have another hour to go. Folks, again, um, just a reminder uh, that if you, well, I'll talk about it a little bit next hour. If you need an attorney, if you were in an accident and you need a fighter, call jack calvino today or call 401-785-9400 or online fight back call jack.com fight back jack call auto accident motorcycle accident slip and fall workplace injury i'll talk more about it next hour uh that some of the national sound and a lot more folks it's Sean dipetro visit the website dipetro.com if you want to get a hold of me you can listen online next hour is radio only a.m. 1380 99.9 fm you can listen online at the website we're going to break for the one o'clock news the power hour is next stay tuned